0: والحمد لله رب العالمين وأفضل الصلاة وتم تسليم على أشرف الأنبياء سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين اللهم صل وسلم وبارك على سيدنا محمد طب القلوب ودوائها ونور الأبصار وضيائها وعافية الأبدان وشفائها وصل الله وسلم وبارك على سيدنا محمد كلما ذكرك الذاكرون وغفل عن ذكرك الغافلون اما بعد فعوذ بالله ان الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم والصلاه والسلام عليك يا سيدي يا رسول الله وعلى اليك واصحابك يا سيدي يا حبيب الله والصلاه والسلام عليك يا سيدي يا رسول الله وعلى اليك واصحابك يا خير خلق الله سيدنا الامام الحسين رضي الله تعالى عنه was born on the 5th of Sha'ban in the fourth year of al hijrah and we know hijrah calendar starts from the takwim the time setting of Sayyidina umar radiyallahu ta'ala anhu for that in his khilafa when he determined the muslim calendar to start from the emigration of rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa from Mecca al-mukarrama to al-madinah al-munawwarah so after reaching al-madinah al-munawwarah Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa settled there for 10 years and the first year is the beginning of the islamic calendar the first child to be born into islam in al-madina al-munawarah was Abdullah bin zubayr radiya ta'ala anhumah and Sayyiduna al-imam al hassan radiya ta'ala anhu was born in the third year of al-hijrah in the third year of rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa in al-Madinatul Munawwara, in the mid mid Ramadan, So around the 5th, 14th or 15th of Ramadan. After 50 days after his birth, Sayyiduna al-Imam al-Hussein anhu was conceived in the pure womb of Sayyidatuna Fatima radiyallahu ta'ala anha. And was born on the 5th of Sha'ban in the 4th year of al-Hijrah. Sayyidina Al Imam Hussein Radiallah Ta'alaan After he was born Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa alayhi wasallam placed his blessed spittle slither, in the mouth of Sayyidina Al Imam Hussein Radiallah. An. And on the seventh day, Sayyidina Al Imam Hussein was named as Al Hussein. Even though Sayyiduna Ali Karamallahu wa Wanted to name him As Harb Ooh. Why? Because Sayyiduna Ali anhu Was the greatest warrior The Arab people have ever witnessed Sayyiduna Ali anhu Had killed more men than any Arab warrior And this is why during his Khilafah Many tribes Had vendettas against Sayyidina Ali radiyallahu ta'ala an. Sayyiduna Ali radiyallahu an, his forearm was so strong that in the battle of Khandaq, he struck one of the disbelievers from the top of his head, cut him in two pieces. The sword went through the horse and cut the horse into two pieces and hit the ground with the force. This was how strong his forearm was. And we know Sayyiduna Ali karamallahu al kareem was the one who picked plucked at more, the door of Khaybar and later many men tried picking the door and they were not able to do so as is narrated by Imam al-Hakim al-Mustadraq this is Sayyiduna Ali radiyallahu the father of Sayyiduna al-Imam al-Hussein radiyallahu and Fatima al-Zahra radiyallahu ta'ala anha <coughs> wa di daughter of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam khayrun nisa the best of women ala al-itlaq radiallahu anha and she was the mother of Sayyiduna al-Imam Hussein radiallahu ta'ala An. when Sayyiduna al-Imam Hussain radiallahu ta'ala An was born Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam slaughtered for him a ram which we know as aqeeqah and this ram was slaughtered in the name of Sayyiduna Imam Hussein radiAllahu ta'ala an. Of course, in the name of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the slaughtering is done in the name of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, meaning the reward is for Sayyiduna Imam Hussein radiAllahu an. And Sayyidatuna Fatima anha was ordered to shave the head of Sayyiduna Imam Hussein an and give the weight of the hair In silver to charity Sadaqah. The Kunya of Sayyiduna Al-Imam Hussain is Abu Abdillah. Kunya is the name given to a person that starts with the Abu. It does not mean the person is the father of someone by that name, rather it's the attributes of that person. And the Kunya of Sayyiduna Al-Imam Hussain was Abu Abdillah. His titles, Al-Qab, Al-Rashid, meaning the guided one, Al-Tayyib, the pure one, al zaki the purified one, Al-Wafi, the loyal one, Al-Sayyid, the leader, and Al-Mubarak, the blessed one, and al tabi the one who follows those things which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is pleased with. These were the names given to him, and the most famous of these titles was Az-Zaki. And the highest, of course, is what Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said regarding al-Imam al-Hassan and al-Imam al-Husayn radiyaAllahu ta'ala Inna innahuma sayyida shabab ahli jannah. As al-Imam al-Tirmidhi narrates in al-Jami' that al-Imam al-Hassan al-Imam al hussein are the leaders of the youth of paradise. Imam al taala, was asked regarding this that how are they the leaders of the youth of paradise when everyone in paradise is of a similar age. And Imam Nawi mentions that this is shamul of everyone in paradise, that they are the leaders of everyone in paradise. They have a siyada, a leadership over everyone. Of course with the exception of Ambiya alihi wassalatu wassalam Another title of Sayyidina Imam Hussein radiyallahu ta'ala anhu is Asibt which means grandchild because Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wasallam said Husseinun sibtun min al asbati and this is narrated by Imam Tirmidhi in al-Jami al-Kitab in al-Manaqib that al husayn radiyallahu anhu is a noble grandchild from the grandchildren, meaning from the majestic grandchildren of Rasulullah sallallahu wa The number of hadith, Sayyiduna al-Imam Hussain ta'ala, narrated eight, eight hadith, and the hadith, the narrations that have been narrated regarding him, Radiyallahu an amani like what Imam Al Hakim radiyallahu an narrates in Al Mustadrak Hussein minni wa ana min Hussein Allahumma ahibba man ahabba Husayna Hussein sibt min al asbati which means Hussein is from me and I am from Hussein O oh Allah love those who love Hussein Hussein is a grandchild from the grandchildren meaning from the majestic grandchildren of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa alayhi wa sallam what Ibn Hibban narrates in Sahih and Ibn Sa'ad in al-Tabaqat, and Abu Ya'la in his Musnad and Ibn Asākir in Tārikh from Sayyidina Jabir bin Abdullah radiyallahu ta'ala anhu states Sami'atū Rasūlallāhi sallallahu alayhi wa alayhi wa sallam yākūl man sarrahu in yonbūrā ilā radulim min ahli jannati whoever it pleases to look at a man from the people of Paradise and in another narration, it states, Illa Seyid Shababi jannah to the leader of the youth of paradise, al Husayn ibn then let him look at Al Hussein ibn Ali This is the rank of Sayyidina Al Imam Hussein And there are many hadith in praise of Sayyidina Al Imam Hussein, An for instance, look at works like the work of Imam Yusuf al Nabahani Rahmullah Ta'ala, Asharaf al Mu'abad li Ali Sayyidina Muhammad, Sallallahu the everlasting nobility of the family of Rasulullahi, Sallallahu Wa, alayhi wa With regard to the crime of Sayyidina Imam al Hussein, Radiallahu Ta'ala an. It is narrated from Zayd bin Abi Ziyad. خرج الله الله فمر فقال that Rasulullah الله alayhi wa came out of his blessed chamber the chamber of Sayyidatuna Aisha Aisha الله عنها, passed by the chamber of Sayyidatuna Fatima of zahra which is situated if you go to Arda to Sharifa today, behind the resting place of Rasulullah alayhi wa alayhi wa is the house of Sayyidatuna Fatima Anha. And if you enter through Babul Nisa, Babul Nisa is the door when you come out of Babul Baqir. So after giving salam, salutations to Rasulullah, alayhi wa alayhi wa you come out of Babul Bakr, facing the graveyard of Al-Daqir. On the left hand side, you pass through the area where the house of Sayyidina Uthman radiallahu Anhu was, where he was martyred. That is the area where he was martyred. You walk further down, on the left hand side is Babu Nitha. This was the door for women. And in the old days, single men would sit there during the period of the Ottomans if they needed the hand of a woman in marriage, so the fathers could go and look at prospective husbands for their daughters. This door was the door specified by Rasulullah sallallahu for women, prior to the expansion of Al-Masjid Al-Nabawi. If you walk through that door, and you look straight at the blessed chambers, you are looking at the blessed house of Sayyidatuna Fatima anha, where Sayyiduna Ali radiallahu anhu lived, and Sayyiduna imam Al-Hasan Wal hussein radiallahu lived. <laughs> Rasulullah sallallahu passed, this blessed house, and heard the crying of an Imam Hussein anh, and said to the occupants, "Do you not know that the crying of Hussein affects me, Yu'dhini. that it affects me the crying of Hussain. Hussein And then a man from Ahlul Iraq, as narrated by Imam Bukhari and Imam Tirmidhi. Al Imam Bukhari narrates this in his Kitab Al Adab, and Al Imam Ahmad also in his Musnad, that a man came from the people of Iraq to Sayyiduna Abdullah bin Umar radhiyallahu anhum, the son of Sayyiduna Umar radhiyallahu anhu, that he asked him a man about blood of a gourd, and he said to him, "Who are you?" He said, man from the people of Iraq." He said, "Look at this. He asks me about blood of a and they killed." Ibn Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said, Where are you from? The man said, From Iraq. He said, Look at this man. He asks me regarding the blood of a mosquito. And yet, they, meaning the people of Iraq, killed the son of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So, the martyrdom of Sayyid al Shuhada, the leader of the martyrs, Sayyid al Imam to radiallahu an was something that made Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in al al sharifa, in his blessed resting place, sad. And it made this nation sad also. Rasulullah sallallahu wa foretold the martyrdom of Sayyiduna Ali imam al-Husayn radiyallahu ta'ala in many a hadith. In one hadith, it states, that Rasulullahi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was crying. And the narrator asked, Why by my father and my mother, O Messenger of Allah, what makes you cry? Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, "Jaa Jibreelu alayhi salamu." That jibril came to me and informed me that my nation shall kill this son of mine. And he brought to me soil, soil which was red, red soil. This was from the sides of the Euphrates River, Al-Furat. Nahr al-Furat is the Euphrates River, which runs through Turkey, through Syria, in Raqqa, in the area known as Raqqa, where Sayyidina Ammar bin Yasir anh, is buried. And many companions of Rasulullah are buried in Raqqa in Syria, the Sham. And the river runs through Iraq. On the side of this river is an area known as Karbala. This is the region in which Sayyiduna al-Imam al-Hussein radiyallahu ta'ala was martyred, and Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sallam informed his companions of this. Once it states in the hadith, al-Imam al narrates with this chain who, which he raises to Sayyidatuna Umm Salma radiyallahu anha قالت كان جبريل عليه salam 'inda عند صلى الله عليه وآله وسلم الحسين معي، فغفلت عنه فذهب إلى النبي صلى الله عليه وآله وسلم، فأخذه النبي صلى الله عليه وآله وسلم وجعله على فخذه، فقال له جبريل عليه السلام: أتحبه يا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم؟ من رسول الله صلى الله عليه وآله وسلم مصحولاً سيدنا الإمام حسين رضي الله عنه. Sayyidina Jibreel said, O oh, Most Praised One, do you love him? When Sayyidina Jibreel would call upon Rasulullah with the name Muhammad, this does not mean he was calling him by his name. He is calling him by his attribute. O oh, Most Praised One, which is proven by Ibn Huzayma's narration of the hadith of Jibreel Ali salam in the Sahih of Ibn Huzayma where it states, Ya Nabi Allah, and in other narrations, Ya Muhammad, meaning, almost oh, Most Praised One. Do you love him? And he said, yes. Sayyiduna Jibreel alaihissalam said, your nation shall kill him. And if you wish, I shall show you the soil of the land where he will be killed. And it states, ثُمَّ بَسَطَ جَنَاحَهُ إِلَى الْأَرْضِ وَأَرَاهُ يُقَالُ لَهُ لَهَا كَرْبَلَاءُ تُرْبَةً بِطَفِّ الْعِرَاقِ which states that Sayyidina Jibreel Alayhi salam showed Rasulullah Sallallahu alayhi Wa this land known as Karbala and the red soil which is in tough, the word Taf here means the vicinity is the country region of Iraq because it's a desolate land which is near the river of Furat. The Euphrates River toward the direction of Al Kufa. And this martyrdom of Sayyiduna Al Imam al Hussein is something which Sayyiduna Rasulullah was sad at and cried at the remembrance of the martyrdom of Sayyidina Al Imam al Hussein out of love for Sayyiduna Al Imam al Hussein. Sayyidina Al Imam al an was also martyred. In the year fifty after Hijri, in the year fifty after Hijri, Sayyiduna Al Imam Hussein in the month of Rabi'ah, in the month of Rabi'ah, was poisoned, and passed away, in the month of Rabi'ah, in the early days of the month of Rabi'ah, and when he was poisoned, his brother Sayyiduna Al Imam Hussein inquired, "Who has poisoned you?" And Sayyidina imam did not reveal the name of the one who has poisoned him, saying that the one who has poisoned me, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will venge on my behalf against the one who has poisoned me. And if I reveal his name, then maybe blood will be shed because of me. This was the stance of Sayyiduna Uthman Anhu also. This was the stance of Sayyiduna Uthman r.a. Sayyidina Uthman had the option of leashing his army against those who had gathered around his house in order to martyr him. But he said, I will not be the first one to shed the blood of any believer. Sayyidina Uthman was also told of his martyrdom. If you look at the hadith corpus, the hadith literature tells us That Rasulullah told of every event that shall transpire from his passing away to the time of the people of paradise entering entering paradise and the people of hellfire entering hellfire. If someone peruses through the hadith literature, you will find many events foretold by Rasulullah. In the month of Rajat, Yazid came to the throne after the passing away of Amir Muawiyah and this was in the year 60, in the year 60, in the beginning of the month of Rajab. Just to give you a timeline, we said that the calendar starts from the time when Rasulullah moved to Al-Madinatul munawwarah 10 years of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa alihi in Al-Madinatul Munawara, two years of the Khilafah of Sayyidina Abu Bakr Siddiq radiyallahu alihi, which finished in the 12th year of Hijri. Then 10 years of Sayyidina Umar radiyallahu which finished in the year 22. And we mentioned that Sayyidina Imam Hussain radiyallahu alihi was born in the fourth year of hijri making him 18 years old when sayyidina umar passed away then in the khilafah of sayyidina uthman 12 years finishing in the year 34 and the martyrdom of sayyidina uthman took place obviously in the same year from the year 34 to the year 40 we have the civil war and the Khilafah of Sayyiduna Ali radiallahu ta'ala'an. Sayyiduna Aqeel bin Abi Talib radiallahu anh, took the side of Muawiyah radiallahu an. The brother of Sayyiduna Ali radiallahu an was on the side of Amir Muawiyah radiallahu anh. This is a point for some people to observe before speaking against the companions of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa alihi But that is subject for a different time. From the year 40 for six months Sayyiduna Ali Imam Al-Hasam was Khalifa before giving allegiance to Amir Muawiyah in the year 41 after Hijri. And in the year 41 after having given allegiance, the people of Kufa Sayyiduna Ali made his capital Kufa. Why? Why did Sayyidina Ali make Kufa his capital? To avoid bloodshed in Al-Madinah, Al-Munawwara. To avoid bloodshed in the land of Rasulullah He made Al-Kufa his capital. And then, after Sayyidina Imam Hassan gave allegiance to Amir Muawiyah, he moved back to Al-Madinah Al-Munawwara and passed away in the year 50. Some historians say 49. After he passed away, he was buried in Jannatul Baqeer. This is the timeline. In the year 60, Amir Muawiyah passes away. And between the Khilafah of Sayyidina Abu Bakr siddiq anh, and the Khilafah of Amir Muawiyah there are many major political events that took place. Including the martyrdom of Sayyidina Umar, anh, the Ridda wars, the wars where the Bedouins decided to leave Islam by rejecting the Zakah as a pillar of Islam, including the, the spreading of Al Qur'an Al Kareem. The Qur'an was already written in the time of Rasulullah, وسلم, but the Mus'haf, the copies of the Qur'an were made and distributed in the cities including the martyrdom of Sayyidna Uthman anh, political upheaval. New generations had grown up in that environment and then the martyrdom of Sayyiduna Ali anh, and then the formation of new movements like the Khawarij movement, which initially these movements started as political movements, later they began to change in terms of creed, also, and opposed the majority as Sahabatul Kiram, the companions of Rasulullah. Some of these claimed to be followers of Sayyidina Ali, anh, living in Kufa after Sayyidina Ali anh, had ruled Kufa, those people were still in Kufa. Others had allegiance to hypocrites like Yazid and many other people who were contemporaries of al-imam Husayn like Ubaidullah bin Ziyad in the month of Rajab Yazid sent his governor in Al-Madinatul munawwarah to Sayyiduna Abdullah bin Umar anhuma, Sayyiduna Abdullah bin Zubayr and Sayyiduna al-imam Husayn after this Sayyiduna Abdullah bin Zubayr and Sayyiduna Al-Imam Al-Hussein after having met the governor in the night Sayyiduna Al-Imam Al-Hussein made it very clear that he shall not give any oath of allegiance to Yazid Remember the precondition of making Sayyiduna Al-Imam al hassan radiyallahu an khalifa was that term was finished. Why? Because Sayyidina al Hassan had passed away. So Sayyiduna al Hussain that night traveled to Makkah Al-Mukarramah with his family, including his daughters and his sons and his wife and his supporters. When they reached Makkah Al-Mukarramah throughout the month of Sha'ban, the month of Ramadan, the month of Shawwal, the month of dhul and Until the month of Dhul-Hijjah, the beginning of the month of Dhul-Hijjah, Imam Al-Husayn R.A. stayed in Makkah Al-Mukarramah. During this time, many letters he received from the people of Al-Kufa, those people who formally claimed to follow his father Remember the army of Sayyidna Ali contained people who were loyal to Sayyidna Ali then there were people in that army which later became the Khawarij those who fought against Sayyidna Ali In the same way there were extremists in that group who initially wanted to worship Sayyidna Ali in his Khilafah and he had them burnt, he had those people who wanted to worship him burnt so there were people who had ghulu extremism some of those people sent letters to Sayyiduna al-Imam Hussein they were the same people who condemned Sayyiduna al-Imam al-Hasan when Sayyiduna al-Imam al-Hasan forfeited his caliphate those same people condemned Sayyiduna al-Imam al-Hasan radiallahu and they called him وَلِيَّادُ Ya يَا مُذِلَّ الْمُسْلِمِينَ O one who debases the Muslims وَلِيَّادُ بِاللَّهِ And Sayyiduna al-Imam al-Hasan radiallahu anhu was sahibul hilm He had perfect patience with those people radiyallahu anhu Remember Sayyiduna al-Imam al-Hasan radiallahu looked physically Like Rasulullah from the face and from the upper part of the body, to the extent that Imam Tirmidhi in his Shaba'il mentions the narration where a man saw Rasulullah in a dream and he said he resembles Al Hassan. And Sayyidina Abdullah bin Abbas said that the one you have described you have tru- truly saw rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wa alihi because he resembled Sayyidina Al-Ima, al-imam Sayyidina al-imam al-hasan resembled rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wa alihi sallam so when those letters reached al-imam al-husayn the reason for al-imam al-husayn leaving during Yom al-tarwiyah when people when descending to Makkah Al-Mukarrama for Al-Hajj, the greater pilgrimage, Sayyidina Al-Imam Hussain was leaving with over 80 companions of his, including his family, Radhiallahu Anhum Ajma'een, his children, including his daughter, Sayyidatuna Fatima, Anha, and Sayyidatuna Sakina, Anha. They were stepsisters from two different mothers. And with his children, including Zainul Abideen, Radhiallahu Anha, who is the father of Imam Al Baqir, Who is the father of Imam Ja'far Al who radiyallahu an? Who is the father of Imam Musa Qadim taala Imam Zayn Al Abidin, whose name was Ali, an Ali ibn Al Hussein, survived Karbala. He survived, and from him the descendants of Imam Al Hussein come, and with him, with Sayyiduna Imam Al Hussein. Was Sayyiduna Al Imam al Hassan radiallahu alayhi Sayyiduna Al Imam al Hassan al Muthanna. Sayyiduna Al Imam al Hassan al Muthanna, the son of Sayyiduna Al Imam al Hassan al Sibd. When we say Sayyiduna Al Imam al Hassan al Sibd, we mean Sayyiduna Al Imam al Hassan, the brother of Sayyiduna Al Imam al Hussein. When we say Sayyiduna Al Imam al Muthanna, we mean the son of Sayyiduna Al Imam al Hassan, who survived and he passed away later, many years later. In the year 96 after hijri, Sayyidina Imam al Hassan al Muthanna radiallahu anhu. He was married to the daughter of Sayyidina Imam al Hussein radiallahu anhu. He also traveled with Sayyidina Imam al Hussein radiallahu anhu. Sayyidina Imam al Hussein radiallahu An sent his cousin, Sayyidina Muslim bin Aqid radiallahu An to Kufa. Muslim bin Aqil is the son of Aqil bin Abi Talib. Aqeel bin Abi Talib anh, is the cousin of Sayyiduna uh, the brother of Sayyidina Ali, anh, and Sayyiduna Muslim bin Aqil is the cousin of Sayyidina Ali Imam Hussain. Muslim bin Aqil Aqeel anh, went to Al Kufa to see the state of the people of Kufa and to see their loyalty to the family of Rasulullah When he reached Al-Kufa, the people came out to, to meet him and to show their allegiance to Sayyidna imam al-Husayn radiallahu ta'ala an. Later, the governor, the general of Yazid, Ubaidullah bin Ziyad came later in that same period. But Ubaidullah bin Ziyad came dressed in the garment of the people of Al Hijaz. Al Hijaz is Western Arabian Peninsula, Mecca, Al Mukarramah, and Medina to He came dressed in the garment of the people of Al Hijaz in the night. And the people thought that this is Imam Hussein, so they came out welcoming him thinking that this is Sayyiduna Al-Imam Al-Husayn. Radiallahu when he reached the fortress, Al-Nu'man bin Bashir, who was the supporter of Yazid, did not allow him in, thinking that it is Al-Imam Al-Husayn. Radiallahu when Ubaydullah bin Ziyad spoke up, he realized that this is Ubaydullah bin Ziyad, so he opened the fortress and allowed him in. The next day, Ubaidullah bin Ziyad gathered the people of Al-Kufa who supported Imam Al-Hussein and had many killed. And after finding Al-Imam Muslim bin Aqeed in a house, Mawlana Hassan Ridha Khan, the brother of Imam Ahmad has a nice book on al-Qiyaam and the uh, history of Karbala known as ayna Qiyamah this book is very accurate he mainly uses Al-Kamil fi of Ibn Al-Athir in there he mentions that Sayyidina Al-Imam Muslim bin radiyallahu and fought against the soldiers of Ubaidullah bin Ziyad being from the lineage of Rasulullah this is very believable and Muslim bin Aqil killed many of them until they gave him a false truce, When they gave him a treacherous promise, they martyred Sayyidna Muslim bin Aqeel After martyring Sayyidna Muslim bin Aqeel anh, the people of Al-Kufa lost heart. And they had lost heart pri- prior to this also, when they did not fight alongside Al-Imam Muslim bin Aqeel From this time, When Al-Imam Hussein left Makkah Al-Mukarramah traveling (laughs) prior to this Sayyiduna Abdullah bin Abbas advised Sayyiduna Al-Imam Hussein not to leave to the people of Iraq saying that the people of Iraq have treachery in them they are treacherous people the people of Al-Kufa Remember, Al-Kufa was a city founded in the time of Sayyiduna Umar and Al-Kufa, Al-Basra, Baghdad, these are cities that were built after. Al-Kufa and Al-Basra were built in the time of Sayyidina Umar and Baghdad was found by Bani Abbas. Bani Abbas who came into power after 130, after Hijri, after that period. And they founded the city of Baghdad. But Rasulullah told the existence of these cities in many ahadith. Like for instance in the Sunnah of Imam Abu al- Da'ud and you'll find another narration mentioning Baghdad in the tariq of, uh, of um, al-Khatib al-Baghdadi. You'll find that narration prior to the sacking of the Mongols and many scholars called that hadith weak. After the events took place, they realized the hadith that they had de- uh, determined as being weak, they realized that that hadith is authentic. Because the events came, transpired. transpire as Rasulullah sallallahu foretold. When Sayyiduna al-Imam Hussein husayn left Makkah al-Mukarramah, he met the poet Farazdak. Farazdaq is a famous poet. And Farazdaq recited some poetry which I have here with me, but because of the lack of time, we will continue. Al-Imam al-Husayn r.a met many people on the way. Some of them joined Al-Imam Hussein husayn until his following grew, but when the news of Muslim bin Aqeel RadhiAllahu Anhu ma reached Sayyiduna Imam Hussain عن, and he realized the treachery Of the people of Al-Kufa he advised many people to leave Why did he do this? Because Sayyiduna Imam Hussain عن, initially when he left Those people thought that he had the support of the people of Al-Kufa but when it was realized that the support was not there. Sayyiduna Imam Hussain wanted them to leave and he said, there is no blame on you. Many of the Bedouins left at this time. And the loyal companions of Imam Hussain remained. When Sayyiduna Imam Hussain approached the city of Al-Kufa, he was near the river of Furat. Euphrates River, in the area known as Karbala, in the area known as Kar- karbala and Ubaidullah bin Ziyad sent Umar bin Sa'ad, who was one of the riders, with a thousand riders, informing Sayyiduna Al-Imam Al-Hussein that he has been sent to spy on Sayyiduna Al-Imam Al-Hussein to keep an eye on Sayyiduna Al-Imam hussein and to stay in his tracks. Sayyidina Imam al of the Allah decided to turn away from the city of Al-Kufa going back to Al-Hijaz realizing that the city has been taken and the people have become treacherous. On the way returning he reached that spot that in the morning he realized he was in the area known as Karbala and this Umar bin Sa'ad returned. Umar bin Sa'ad returned saying that when I went back to Ubaidullah bin Ziyad, informing him that I had let you go, Ubaydullah bin Ziyad ordered me to stop you. So he encompassed Sayyiduna Al Imam al and this took place on the eighth of al muharram On the eighth of Al Muharram, which was a Wednesday, and the family of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa was surrounded by these people. Then Ubaidullah bin Ziyad came <coughs> alongside other people like uh, Shima who was it is said he was the one who killed Sayyiduna Ali Imam al-Husayn radiallahu anh. this is disputed. There's another name also mentioned alongside the killers of Sayyiduna ali imam al-Husayn Sinan bin Anas al-Nakh'i either Shemar or a, a Sinan bin Anas al-Nakh'i and Shemar's name was Shimar bin Joshan. and they came with Ubaidullah bin Ziyad surrounding the family of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa wasallam stopping them from drinking the water of al-Furat which even animals were allowed to go and drink Jews and Christians were allowed to go and drink non-Muslims were allowed to go and drink everyone was allowed to go and drink but these oppressors stopped the family of Rasulullah from drinking the water. The children, the women, and the men of the family of Rasulullah and the supporters of the family of Rasulullah. At this moment, Sayyiduna Imam Hussein realized these people have not come except to kill me. And it is mentioned that a letter had been sent by Yazid to Ubaydullah bin Ziyad ordering him to kill Imam Hussain or getting his allegiance. This is one narration. In others, Yazid kept changing his story. Yazid at one point would say, I would not have done this. This is the doing of Ubaydullah bin Ziyad. And Yazid was a person who was confused because at some times, he would mention Allah and his Messenger وسلم, and the virtues of the family of Rasulullah وسلم, and yet his actions would show otherwise. His fam- the family of Rasulullah وسلم, the, women, the women were stripped of their jewellery and their clothing and when they were brought to Yazid let me just finish off with this incident Sayyidatuna Fatima anha, the daughter of Sayyidina Imam Hussain and Sayyidatuna Sakina anha, look at this when Yazid sent them back from Damascus because the blessed head of Imam Al-Hussain after being martyred was sent to Damascus and where it is buried we know that in Karbala the body of Al Imam Hussain was buried in Karbala as for the Blessed Head, one saying is that it was taken to Karbala Another is that it was removed by the Fatimid dynasty and taken to Egypt And another saying is that it was taken to Jannatul baqi Whatever the case may be, when the family of Rasulullah was being taken from Damascus to Al-Madinatul Munawwarah The women were placed at the front and Imam Zaynul Abideen went with the women. The brave man known as Sayyidina Ali bin al hussein Zayn al-Abidin radiyallahu mm-hmm. the Imam of Al-Bayt, he was sent and when they reached al madinah al-Munawwara, one of the daughters of Sayyidina Ali, Imam al hussein said to the other daughter, let's give the man who rode these camels some jewelry, some gold, for bringing us back to al madinah and the other daughter replied we have no jewelry and no gold left we have nothing left with us but by allah if we had something we would give him they wanted to give gold to the people who had killed their father martyred their brothers martyred their family barred them from water taken their jewelry and then that man was tasked to take them back and they still wanted to give them gold this is the honour of the family of Rasulullah and the offspring of Rasulullah It is my belief that any descendant of Rasulullah sallam will never die in kufr disbelief. If he does hold a belief, this is not something which is from the books Daruriyatu Ahlus Sunnah, but this is my yaqeen. Certainty that at the time of his death, his grandfather Rasulullah will ensure his safe path to good belief. Why? If we can mention an Imam Fakhruddin al Razi being helped by najmuddin al Kubra at the time of his passing away, why would not any descendant of Rasulullah be diverted from his wrong opinions? toward the end of his life. This is why we should respect all the descendants of Rasulullah sallallahu wa refute, if any one of them hold beliefs which are not in accordance with Ahlul Sunnah wal Jama'ah, refute those misguided beliefs. But we should not insult their person. We should not insult the person, any descendant of Rasulullah but refute their position and show their misguidance in those positions. Of course, kufr, irtidad is one thing. I'm talking about those things which are termed as bid'ah. irtidad, leaving the religion of Islam, is something severe. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala help us conduct gatherings in remembrance Amen. of Sayyidina Imam Hussain, an, Sayyidina Imam Hassan, an, and all the alu bayt and teach our children. About the Al Bayt, the family of Rasulullah, the twelve Imams who are our Imams, and other are imma to Ali Bayt, because the, the Imams of the Al Bayt are not limited to those twelve. This is the position of Ahlul Sunnati wal Jama'ah. The, there are imams from the lineage of Al Imam Al-Hasan Sayyidina Al Imam Zayd عنه, is our Imam. Other Imams of the Alul Bayt. Like Sayyiduna Abdul Qadir al jilani radiallahu an, Sidi Ahmad al-Rifai radiallahu an, Sidi Ahmad al-Badawi radiallahu an. These are all imams of the Adul Bayt and these Imams will continue until Sayyiduna Al-Imam Al-Mahdi Muhammad bin Abdullah Adillah will appear when the Euphrates River will go down and the mountain of gold will appear and people will fight over it, then he will appear instead of making predictions. We should follow the hadith. The hadith states clearly that he will, as Imam Muhammad al-Barzanji rahmallahu ta'ala mentioned, that one of the signs is that the river will go down and the mountain of gold will appear and people will fight and civil war will ensue. When that civil war will happen, an army from Syria will be swallowed in the Arabian desert and when that army will be swallowed, then you will know that the Imam who appears will be Sayyiduna Al-Imam Mahdi رضي الله therefore we should be careful of false Mahdi claimants before that time.